Transcend for Good has unique perspective and works with nonprofit clients at an inflection point. Join the leadership team at Transcend for Good, Elizabeth Thompson, Chairman and CEO, and Christine Doctor, President, as they share quick and meaningful conversations and their approach to the biggest challenges and opportunities facing nonprofit leaders today. Welcome to Elevate with the Experts. I'm Chris Doctor, and I'm joined today with my business partner, Elizabeth Thompson. Today, our quick and informative conversation will be on strategic partnerships and alliances in the nonprofit sector. So Liz, from our many years of servant leadership with nonprofits, we've learned a thing or two for sure. We've talked about this subject many times, and I believe it's so true today um, and getting more important all the time. The best and most impactful nonprofits do not exist in isolation. They work with other organizations to extend reach and maximize mission. So collaboration can come in many forms. Today, let's talk about long-term partnerships that might take the form of strategic alliances or perhaps even restructuring. You have helped facilitate a number of these relationships over the years. So let's talk about what are some things to consider and what are some key learnings that you can share today with our listener. Thanks, Chris. I've had the privilege to work staff and board leaders on true strategic partnerships and on mergers and restructured organizations. When leaders approach this work with a true interest in maximizing mission, and as you say so well and so often, from an abundance model, it opens the possibilities for something that can be truly amazing. Today, let's focus our conversation on strategic alliances or shared mission programming. We can come back at a later point and talk through key elements to talk about with regard to a restructure or a merger. So Liz, what exactly is a strategic alliance? An alliance is a strategic restructuring that includes a formal commitment to continue for the foreseeable future, shared or transferred decision-making power. It does not involve any change to the corporate structure of the participating organizations. And there are really four areas that our sector in the nonprofit world where we find alliances mutually beneficial. And those are an administrative consolidation. And that really is shared finance and accounting and it really helps the operational efficiencies of one or more of the partner organizations. That's especially likely to happen for really small nonprofits. Joint programming is a strategic alliance that includes the joint launching and managing of one or more programs to further the programmatic goals of the participating organizations. And we might see that with two organizations that are in the same space, but providing programming to two different parts of the audience. So as an example, one might be providing physician education and another might be providing consumer or public slash patient education. And the two come together where their missions align. A third is joint earned income activity, and that's when two or more organizations jointly create a revenue generating activity, like a combined capital campaign or social entrepreneurial venture. And then last is a joint advocacy activity, and that's when two or more organizations combine their advocacy efforts either on a single issue 
on a time-limited basis or for ongoing campaigns. Well, that is a lot of different things to consider. So how do you even start this process when you're going to create a great strategic alliance? What do you need to think about? Well, just as we start anything, Chris, assessment. And here are some key questions to consider in assessing a potential partner, their mission, and their vision. The first is, do your organizations have similar goals? The second is to be absolutely clear on the alignment of organizational culture. Do your organization share common values, customs, beliefs, and practices? And you'll, of course, only know that if you have a conversation and you've spent time together. Past collaborations. Have your organizations worked together before? If so, how did it go? Is there a change in leadership, either at the staff or the board level, that might make a new partnership different, either more challenging or better and easier? Mutual trust. Do you have a high level of trust in the organization on which to build a relationship? And do you know if they have trust in your organization? Look at strengths and weaknesses. Does the organization's strengths complement your organization's needs and vice versa? If you're too similar or too different, of course, those are challenges to address right off the bat. Usable skills and assets, can what they bring to the table be used to advance the mission or this new idea that you share together? Financial condition, does the organization's financial status raise any red flags? You don't want to start a strategic partnership or alliance if the other organization is struggling financially. And again, for this conversation, we're not talking about a merger or restructure. We're simply talking about two organizations coming together to work on one of those four priority areas that we addressed before. And in order to do that, of course, both organizations need to come to the table being relatively healthy. And then attraction. What makes this organization a desirable partner overall? And there may be a number of things. Those uh, questions that we've just outlined are really important to write down, actually, and have a discussion at the CEO and board level as you're starting to look at partners and assessment. The other thing I really recommend is that people don't just think about one partner to have a relationship with, to think about several, and then maybe you decide on one to start with, but think more broadly in your overall community about opportunities. That is a lot to think about and really, really good questions to consider. So you're at this point where you've agreed to potentially move into a strategic partnership. You've talked about all these really great things. You've had an assessment, making sure you're a good match. So then what do you do now after the assessment? Uh, you start dating. Oh, no, Chris. <laughs> what I mean really is you start talking, and then you set up an informal meeting. This is very much a process. And I always say to people, don't shortchange the process, just as we tell our adult children now, don't shortchange the dating process. It's important to really get to know one another. And I'll conclude with just a few thoughts. In the course of doing your own pre-merger or alliance self-assessment and identifying the potential partner or partners, 
you've begun to develop a sense of excitement about the possibilities. I really counsel organizations to keep in mind that you've been doing this only within your organization. When you're engaging a prospective partner, you want to be careful not to give them the impression or believe yourself that you've got it all figured out and you just need them to sign on the dotted line for the project you envision. It's really important to allow the other organization the time and the space to have their own conversations, just like the ones you've had internally. And then when they arrive at the same place, then your organizations to begin a more formal negotiation process to explore what a future might look like. This is really exciting and important work. And I would love to see in our sector more and more organizations looking around and understanding how they can form strategic alliances and relationships not just on initiatives, but more broadly to create greater impact in the sector. And as we've said a couple of times in this conversation, to truly maximize mission. Thanks, Chris. It's been really fun to talk about this. Great. Thank you, Liz, so much for sharing your expertise today. And thank you for listening and spending some time with us today. Until next time. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to learn more about working with Liz and Chris or have a subject area that you'd like to see covered on a future episode, visit transcendforgood.com. We look forward to learning more about your unique situation and how we can help.